Kioni. Michelle, boom, come on. Coming to you live from a little grass shack in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, it's the Junior Kekulava Jr. Show starring Junior Kekulava Jr. Join Junior along with the Wayne Bonhe Band as he makes any kind from Hawaii. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Junior Kekulava Jr. Oh, welcome back to the podcast, Hawaiians. Bro, you know, I was thinking that, bro, I'm not going to get any more podcasts. What did, okay, what had happened? Let me let me give you the backstory. What had happened? Okay, this is a comedy law of attraction podcast, right? And so what we do is we talk about comedy and the kind. And today we're going to talk about plenty law of attraction stuff, okay? And uh, we even throw in stories from my life because... You know, my life was one big law of attraction. I mean, bro, everything just boom, 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 like that, you know. And that's how you can create your world if you're aware. If you're not aware, then you're a victim and everything just happens by chance. And, you know, you all boss up and you're wondering why, right? Okay. So, anyway, but but what, ha- what had happened. Okay, so welcome to the podcast, by the way. Uh, what, what had happened was uh, I lost my voice for like two months, almost two months. Yeah, about 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 there, and and so you know, and, and this happened because we was jamming on a podcast, right? So we was going, we we're in uh, how many countries? Okay, wait, we gotta look at the stats. But we we started jamming, right? We was bro, I was recording like two, three podcasts a day, a day, Hawaiians, okay? And the reason why was because you know we all these all these countries was coming on board. They're still on board. Uh, we like to thank everybody. So let's run down the countries first uh, before we get into that. But yeah, bro, I went in overdrive and I was just, okay, podcast, we got to pound them, Hawaiians. And bro, we were just pounding podcasts, bro. I tell you, we was pumping them out like like crazy. But we did get a good rating from Spotify. We're up 1,600, 16% in the United States. Okay? So um, anyway, we, we'd like to thank the people of Ireland, Canada, Ghana, Netherlands, Bangladesh, United Kingdom, Australia, France, Brazil, Poland, South Africa, Romania, Slovakia, Switzerland, Russia, Japan, Peru, Israel, Germany, Belgium, Vietnam, Italy, Philippines, and Austria. Okay, so that's that's our countries. Okay, now we're not going over the states, but we like to thank everybody in the upper 48. And uh, when we last left the podcast, okay, when we last left the podcast, uh, Pennsylvania was our last uh, additional uh, U.S. state to come on board. So we'd like to thank everybody in the United States. Thank you very much. Uh, our podcast is heard more in the United States than anywhere else in the world, uh, in the upper 48. And uh, the rankings kind of go like this. The rankings go, uh, number one is California, number two is Texas, number three is Hawaii, and then everybody else. But the growth in the continental United States is uh, up 1,616%, according to Spotify. Okay, so Spotify, what they do is they come in and monitor everything, right? And then, and it, so, so the company that we record with works with Spotify. They monitor everything and they give us the stats at the end of the year. So that's our annual. So we're up 1,616 for the year. So I'd like to say mahalo. Uh, 67% of people listen to us on a podcast on Apple Podcasts. And then uh, 16% is Spotify. Um, Anchor is 5% and other is 10%. 
So that's that's how it kind of breaks down. Uh, 91% of males listen to us. Females, uh, 8%. So the girls are still hanging. We get that. We get that uh, 1,600 girls someplace hanging out. And so <clears throat> we, we like to say how this. So the doctor told me, right? The doctor told me, bro, you know what you got to do? You, you got you to gotta drink water. You got to drink plenty of water. You got to do all this kind of stuff. So, you know, I was, I was doing all this kind of, you know, I was listening to the doctor. And so then, then what I never like do, right? And this might help you guys, okay? What I never like do was gargle with Hawaiian salt. I figured, nah, let me go through all that trouble. So my voice just kind of, you know, stayed away, right? And, and so pretty soon I was like, okay, no be hothead. Go ahead. You know, do the Hawaiian salt. And guess what? It was like a miracle. It was like God came down and was like, Oh, you know, okay. So, and then so my voice started coming back and I was like, oh, and you know, I tell you, Hawaiians, you never know what you have until you lose it, right? And this is a, this is the topic of our podcast today, right? You never know what you have until you lose it, okay? Because when I couldn't talk, you know, and when I couldn't sing, right? And, and I, I had a hard time teaching because when I teach, I, when I teach, I got to talk all day, right? And I had, I had, you know, small kind of difficulty with that. And I was going, you know, I don't mind not talking, but not singing was painful, bro. Because you know, I, bro, I love to sing. You know, that to me, that was, that's my whole thing. See, my whole life was bent, uh, was was meant uh, to to sing, right? And 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 my whole life was bent on becoming, you know, a singer, right? That was my goal. That was my 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 only goal when I was a kid, right? Is to be a world famous singer. That's a, you know, because I looked at Frank Sinatra, you know, I looked at Dean Martin locally, Don Ho, Sam Kapoor, all of that. Okay, so if you guys, you guys out there, you guys gotta Google these people. Okay, uh, you know, I know we have a small bunch of Hawaiians on here, but like I always say, when you join this podcast, you are honorary, 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 honorary Hawaiians. There you go, boom, right there. So, so yeah. So anyway, welcome to the podcast. Now, you know, you never know what you have till you lose it. It's only when you're in the absence of something that you place more importance on it. Okay. Now, this process, right, works for everything. I don't care what it is, right? Because, you know, if you go without food for like two or three days, food will become your God. No, I'm not kidding. You will worship food, right? You check going without water for one day. Right, you try being thirsty someplace and you cannot access water, right? And I mean, you know, so so anything you're in absence of, you're gonna desire more. Okay, now here's the thing and how you apply it to the law of attraction. The law of attraction says that energy flows where attention goes. Okay, and whatever you put your attention on, that's what's gonna intensify and and you know uh, build into a greater amount. Okay, now when I you know when I was teaching, right? So I've been teaching for 31 years. I still teach. Right. And I when I had, you know, we, we are online now, but when we we're in a physical space, I actually had guys that would just stand in the middle of my studio. Right. And ask me, well, I need to know what I'm doing wrong. And I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, I need to know what I'm doing wrong. And I go, no, no, we don't we don't address what you're doing wrong. I said, why do you need to know what you're doing wrong? And he goes, oh, so I can fix them. <laughs> so I'm like. Well, okay, that, that, now, you know, there, there's popular belief and there's reality. And the popular belief says, well, you gotta know what you're doing wrong. And, and you gotta appreciate the teacher that keeps telling you what you're doing wrong. Okay? But if you really look at it, a lot of things to us have been presented backwards in society, backwards. Okay? And there's a motive for this. 
Follow the money and the motive, okay? And you will find the truth. When you find, when you follow the money and you follow the motive, it tells you a different tale, Hines. It tells you a different story, okay? Now, when you're in absence of something, right? Like, say, for example, it's money. Oh, money's running low, money right. What do people focus on? They focus on the absence of it. Oh, no enough money. Oh, bro, I don't know where I'm going to get money from. Oh, God, you know, I need money, right? You know, all of that, right? Okay, now, what they're doing is they're perpetuating that, you know, out of moneyness. <laughs> oh, man, I'm out of money, you know. And a lot of people will look at people that have money and demonize them simply because they don't have enough or they don't have money, right? You know, I look at a lot of my, my friends, but I'm the small dog with my friends. My friends are all millionaires. They, they you know, they, they're big dudes, Right and 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 dudettes. <laughs> this this couple of dudettes that I know, they're very wealthy women, you know. But you know, when people look at those guys and they go, "Oh, they, they must be doing something evil. They must be doing something wrong. They must be drug dealers. They must be running on gambling house, <laughs> whatever." Right? And people have these ideas, okay, without really knowing, you know, what's involved, right? Because nobody sees you in the beginning of the journey. They see you when you have stuff, right? So I drive my car around and, you know, and people see my car. I get compliments on my car all the time. Not because it's a Mercedes, but because of the color. And they go, wow, bro, we never saw that color blue before in one car. And I said, yeah, me too. That's why I got the car, right? And that's what attracted me to, to my car. Because I went in the showroom. I seen them there. I go, okay, that, that one right there. And the guy goes, okay. Now, when, when you do that in a sales situation... Right? Now, this is this is very relative to what we're talking about. When you're in a sales situation and you do that, okay, it's up to the guy to make it work. It's up to the salesman to make it work. Too many people feel that they have to micromanage every little thing. Okay, No, you don't. You let the salesman do his job. Now, the salesman has to put it right in, in an... Uh, he has to package it all together in something that is palatable for you. Okay? Because he needs to have you buy it. And you cannot buy it if it's ridiculous. Or you will not buy it if it's ridiculous. One of the two. Right? And so so it's a salesperson's job to make this manageable for you. Now, here's another thing you, you need to know. Everything in the United States, okay, is paid for by future generations of labor. Okay? Try, try think about that for a second. Future, what does that mean? Future, yeah. So, the government, right? You get signed into the system with your birth certificate. Your mom gives birth to you, right? Right when she gave birth to you, guess what she did? She signed a birth certificate, okay? She turned you over to the system in admiralty law, okay? Now, you belong to the United States government, okay? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's actually, you know, a lot of good stuff involved, right? There's good and bad like anything else, but... If you're unaware and you don't know and you can't make that work for you, right? Then you stuck. <laughs> then you stuck, guys. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, if you're in another country and you're hearing this, okay, just know that you belong to your country as well. Okay? And and the process differs from country to country. The process differs from, you know, different places, different ways, but ultimately it results in the same thing. Okay. Now this guy yesterday, so so we you know was talking about law of attraction, right? And so this guy yesterday, I'm gonna give you an example about how this thing, 
goes down with in the minds of a lot of people. And these people, for the most part, are uninformed. Okay? They, they don't know the whole picture. They know what they're experiencing. They know what they see. And, and you know, and they, they, they feel a certain way. And they pass judgment. They pass judgment, right? And you remember on, on relationships, I always tell you, do not judge women. Too many men judge women, right? When you don't judge women, right, women will unfold. They will open the gates of heaven for you. They will open Pandora's box, and, you know. And then sometimes, sometimes it's a little heavy. Sometimes, you know, you know, and you go, whoa, I did not know this was so good, right? Yeah, because you're not judging. There you go. All right. Now, the judgment part, okay, between the haves and the have-nots is always like that, okay? Uh, and and it, it varies from, you know, different have-nots and different haves to whatever. But but here's how, it, here's how this went, you know, online, I think it was yesterday, yesterday. So this guy, so I happened to, you know, go into the office. I, I hardly go nowadays. And I went in and I had, or day before yesterday, I'm sorry, I went in, I had some stuff to do. And I took a picture of my car because I, I do that when I check into Facebook, and and I check into the to the office, right? Now part of it is because I need to put my company name online. It's a promo for the company. Okay, this is how I get business because then people see that and they go, oh, oh yeah, 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 oh, oh brother's doing uh, life coaching. Oh, okay, you know, and that's how I get business. So so some people don't know. They know me. They don't know what I do, right? And and uh, so and then then there's my public life and my personal life, right? And this is my public life, so yeah, we gotta throw them out there because that's what puts food on the table, right? Um, anyway, so I go and you know do this. So this guy sees the picture and he starts commenting. Boy, it takes one year for us to buy a car in Brazil. You know, people are very poor in Brazil. Now this guy, right, came across with a very anti uh, <laughs> anti. I don't know, anti-Mercedes attitude, I don't know. But <clears throat> what he was really saying was he was he was talking about America and Europe. And he said in his next life he wants to be incarnated, right? Reincarnated into into America or Europe. And and we so we had this brief discussion, you know, in front of God and everybody. And I was writing down, you know, some facts for him, right? Cuz this guy is from Brazil. Now he lives in Brazil. He's born in Brazil. I was never, I was never in Brazil. I never went to Brazil. I saw a lot of pictures, right? Saw the Jesus statue up on a hill, you know. Saw these guys singing in Portuguese, and you know, saw all of that, right? Okay, online. Okay, so this guy is over there, and he's, you know, in the system. And so I started to tell him, you know, Brazil is a very rich country. It's very wealthy. That the, the country itself, Brazil. Okay, so they have natural, uh, natural minerals, natural gas. They have, they have uh, iron ore. They have all these, all these things that they could capitalize on. Okay, but their politicians at the very top of the pyramid in their government. Okay, they're not allowing that. Okay, now the the money stops at the top. And if you think I'm joking, look at your local government. Okay, money stops at the top. And they let it trickle down here and there, here and there. And then, you know, and they create these committees and the committees, you know, pile up money. And then, you know, and pretty soon that that upper circle, right, has a circle. And then that circle has a circle and it goes down a few layers and then it just stops. Okay. 
So there's a privileged few to get in on the action, right? And then there's everybody else that got to pay taxes and work hard at their jobs or, or work well, you know, because I don't work hard. I never work hard. I, you know, I work long, but I don't work hard. To me, working hard and, and you know, working hard for everybody is relative, right? Working hard for me. When I see these guys on the road and they're using the jackhammer and they're busting open one trench and, they, you know, to me, that's hard work, Okay. Uh, if, if I compare to that, if I compare to the brothers out there doing, doing all that stuff, bro, I don't do nothing. I don't do nothing compared to that. See what I mean? But everybody has the idea of what working hard is, you know. So to, to me, that's what hard is. Okay, that to me, that's hard work. And they get paid good. I mean, they, they make good money doing that. But, right, when you're operating with jackhammer every day, do you know what happens to your system? You know what happens to your bones? You know what happens to your back, to your spine, right? You know, and it, it's like truck drivers. Truck drivers, they, you know, you think they sit down and they're just hauling, right? Bro, they're bouncing up and down all day. Do you know what that does to your back, right? So, a friend of mine, right, he used to work for the refuse company, right? He's he's dumping rubbish every day, running behind the truck, throwing it. Okay, to me, that's hard work, okay? He had knee surgeries. I don't know, he, you know, he's retired now, right? And, and during, you know, back in the day when he was working, I was working, he was working, he was making good money. He had good benefits, right? Union, everything, right? Everything. Okay. And, and brother was, then came one knee surgery, right? And this was, you know, down the road. Then another knee surgery. Then one more knee surgery. And pretty soon, oh, brother's limping here. So, so there are casualties for all this stuff. Okay, and the casualties on my side is, well, my vision gets blurry, right? You know, because always focus on my laptop, always on my phone, always on my tablet, right? And so if there's casualties in everything. So what you got to do is you got to balance, right? You got to have that balance, you know. But this guy in Brazil was telling me, oh, well, you know, we, we, we have it hard. And, and I, I tried to explain to him, well, it's the politics in your country that, that's actually causing a lot of stuff. Right. And and the politics in your country could be better and they could manage it better. But they choose they choose to be very stringent with the money trickling down to the people. OK, now there's another theory. Right. You keep the people poor. Right. And you keep production high and you take all the profits in a socialist country. Right. In, in, in a country like the United. I think the United States is the only country like this left on the planet. You know, because everywhere else, bro, you go to Venezuela. <laughs> you want to you wanna make money going to visit Venezuela? You want to go work in the oil fields in Venezuela? <laughs> okay, go. <laughs> you're going to do a lot of hard work and you're going to get a little bit compensation. You see what I'm saying? So, uh, it's all relative. But this guy, you know, this guy was, you know, looking at, at me in America, okay? And, and I got to admit, yes, in a lot of third world countries... Okay, third world countries look at us in America and they go, whoa, these guys get everything and we know more nothing, okay? And they think it's because their country is poor. Their country is not poor. Okay, the Philippines is not poor. Okay, look all the poor people in the Philippines, right? The country is rich. The country is off the chain in natural resources, the Philippines. So all these third world countries, okay, the media has put in our minds, right? Because they show us the kids starving in the street, right? Ethiopia, they take us to, right? Ethiopia, they show us the the drought and they show us dirt and, and all this, right? And then the people are starving, right? 
Now, no get me wrong. Now, it would be nice if the whole planet could get along, if we could finally, you know, open up things and and feed people and have people flourish. Okay. Um, okay. That that's not part of the plan. Okay, that's not. So you gotta understand, and you gotta go. Okay, well, you know, commerce needs to, you know, do its thing, and and then you gotta be on the right side of commerce. Well, that's why America is such a good land of opportunity because we have the opportunity to get in there, to do something, to make our own little piece of something, right? And peace is relative. You know, some of my friends got multi-million dollar pieces. Some of my friends got, you know, a few hundred thousand dollar pieces, you know, per year kind of thing. And I mean, it, everybody's different. And And success is living your life in your own way, okay, the way you want. Okay, now I designed my life exactly like this. Okay, exactly. When I want to go do this, I do that. When I want to do that over there, I go do that. When I want to do that over there, I go do that. And the freedom to to be able to do it all was always in the plan. It was always written in my affirmations, 12 years of affirmations. And it was only until the affirmations that I started, you know, going into this thing and, and, and shaping my life and everything started clicking. Right before that, everything was hit and miss. So my question, always is: Are you living a hit and miss life? Okay. Now the law of attraction. Okay, where energy goes, right? Where where attention goes, energy flows. Okay. So it's it's about the energy. It's about vibration. I know you look at yourself every day in the mirror, right? And, and you you don't see what is actually there. You don't see the vibration. You don't see the potential. You don't see the, the magnificence of the human being. Okay. Now, as a teacher for 31 years, I see this stuff every day, almost every day, right? Because some days I do my marketing, some days I do other things, but I'm just saying on my teaching days, and, and back in the old days, I taught seven days a week for a while. For three years, we did seven days a week. And then, because we didn't, you know, we, we wanted to be one of the statistics of businesses that survived instead of one that fails. The average business fails in the first three years. The potential of failure for the business, like going out of business, is is three years in the beginning. Okay, And we work seven days a week, round the clock. We work from nine in the morning to nine in the evening for three years. And then it was like, okay, can we take a day off? And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, let this, you know. But that was our second home. You see, and, and my office is my second home. And my 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 laptop is my second home. My phone is my second home, you know. And and so so you know what I'm really saying is if you own electronics, right? You own a cell phone and you sit around trying to figure out like, oh, how I gonna make money for next week? How I gonna eat next week? How I gonna use your phone. Use your phone. Okay, the, the thing about people and, and using their phone, I'm gonna touch on this a little while, okay? The thing about people and using their phone as opposed to the physical world is they cannot make the connection between the physical, okay? In other words, they cannot translate what they got out here and put them in here, in the phone. They cannot. They don't They don't see how it clicks, okay? This is one of the things I do with my company. With my consulting company, you can go online, look for it, vmacconsultants.com. It's vmacconsultants.com. And that's what we help people do because it's not enough that you can tell somebody, oh, you know what? You can make money online. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, how are we going to do that? Okay. So, because they cannot see him. The average guy cannot see that. The average guy does not have imagination. Okay. 
Or let's put it another way. The average guy cannot take the physical world, translate them in his head, and apply it into the digital world. Okay, they cannot. They, it, there's just because the digital world appears one way to them, the physical world appears one way to them, and for the life of them, they cannot see how to correlate the two, how to how to take the physical, blend it into the digital. They they can't see that. So that's where we come in, and we help with that. But but that's one thing, okay? You know, but but getting back to what we're talking about, we're talking about the law of attraction and making your life the way you want it. You know, when when I was going after stuff like in my in my twenties and thirties, you know, well, right around twenty eight, I started changing them. Okay, in my twenties was kind of rough. I was push, 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 and you know, it was like it was like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna just we're gonna plow through this. <laughs> That's not the way to do it. You when you do stuff like that, you are gonna get the serious circumstances. When you're taking your life too serious, okay, you're going to get serious circumstances back. When you start understanding that the things in our society have been presented in such a way to us, right, that the majority of people will not get it. The majority of people will not take the time to study any deeper, right, than what they see in the mirror. They're not going to look into it. They're not going to try to understand exactly what they are or, or who they are, right? And what their purpose is. Now, when you understand your purpose and focus on your purpose, everything is added unto you. And that's the kingdom of God. That's the kingdom of heaven. Right? You know, you say, first seek the Lord. Right? You seek the Lord and everything will be added unto you. Seek the kingdom of God and everything else will be added unto you. Right? And people don't know what that means. But when you get into the esoteric right studies, esoteric, okay, so hidden stuff in the background the exoteric is the things that they show you you know they they show you things like oh this is like this this is like that right exoteric this is the commercial world this is the world we make money from you know we make money from this because we're only going to show you this part and then when you see the back end and you go oh okay okay so we can actually do more than we think we can actually be more than we think we can actually drive the car that we want we can actually have the beautiful house that we want, right? Okay. And the fastest way to get all of these things, if you're thinking about material stuff, if you're thinking about money, if you're thinking about that kind of stuff, right? In the material world, then, then you have to help somebody else, right? Attain their material stuff, okay? And that could be a whole, there's a plethora of ways to do that. But you got to find your way that, that clicks for you, that you can deliver that to, to somebody. So the fastest way to, to your dreams is by helping somebody else attain their dreams. And that's exactly what our business is, is focused around. So our school, right, it's focused around people living their dreams, right? And when they begin to change and their confidence starts to kick in and they start to, you know, they change mentally, they change physically, they change mentally, pretty soon they're living their dreams. And you know what? Some of them start off on one dream. Okay, and they they go and they get the development, and then you know that's what my that's what my book is about on Amazon. It's called the Universal Law of Attraction and Singing, and and you can get it on Amazon. It's it's ten bucks. We we made it cheap. We made it cheap so that people can get the information. What's important is the information and the examples, you know, which is the inspiration. So it's an inspirational book. It will inspire people. You don't need to give poor people money. You need to inspire poor people. Right? Even rich people. You know how many rich people are sitting around with nothing to do? 
they're living off their investments and <laughs> they need some inspiration you see but but what did you know so so what i'm trying to what i'm trying to put across is that when you help somebody else you're helping yourself we are all connected okay and we are all connected by energy and that energy is the divine energy that's in all of us if okay here's a if is very controversial word Hawaiians. if your grandmother had balls would be your grandfather okay so if right if if you if you understand that god is in here if you understand that satan is in here too right and the balance between the two and which one you're going to choose if you're going to choose the satan energy in you okay then good luck because you know you can go down in the vibration so far right and then and then you go all the way down in the vibrations right till you get to prison and there's only one step lower than prison that's death right mhm so so you got to you, you got to understand that 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 god energy in you is the energy that makes things happen for you okay the other energy because karma is real it will come back to bite you it will so so the other side right if you, let's say it's the opposite of helping people let's say the opposite is is doing things you know crappy to people treating people mean okay being being a tyrant to people you know persecuting people you know all of that so 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 that negative energy what well, that's going to bring you more of that more of that more of that more of that until you end up in the very lowest vibration or dead you see so so the positive side what's the positive side well first first you change your thinking okay when you change your thinking right now you become more pleasant cuz you're happy now when you're happy you start attracting happy people you start attracting people that that are not just getting by and surviving in survival mode but people that are people that are sharing things people that are giving things people that embrace you people that are embracing you know the goodness that you are providing or that you're doing or or that you're exhibiting right now you have a whole different world and this world exists right in the middle of all the crap that's going on Okay, and this is what people cannot see because when they judge stuff, right? They judge. Oh no, bro, life is hard. Life is hard. Oh, you know, this is terrible, right? <laughs> I know people, right? And a lot of them do not have money, but they're happy. The happiest time in my life, I think, was when I had no responsibility. I was engaged to the most beautiful girl that I saw uh, at the time, you know. And 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 I was like, whoa! I was engaged to this girl. Everything was going on, and we were happy. As a result, everything came. The the big job for me came, right? The the career thing for me, right? And you know that came and went. But at the time, all that happiness and all that joy and all that you know, we we didn't have nothing. We was catching bus, Hawaiians. We was catching the bus. I had no car. I had nothing, right? Then the next step, you know, I had, then I got a car, right? And after that. It, you know speeding tickets and i got a $400 toyota i mean you know but those are fun days looking back on those days we, you know i don't look back on those days and go, oh yeah bro we were suffering we were struggling we were no struggle there was no struggle we were just at that level okay you put struggle in your head hawaiians you put struggle in your mind and you go okay well since i'm not making $100,000 a year and i'm only making $50,000 a year i'm struggling right okay here's another one right so you're not making $100,000 a year 
you're making $50,000 a year, but with your credit card, you're spending $80,000 a year and you're struggling, right? Okay. It doesn't take an Einstein, okay, or a genius, right, to figure this out, no, okay? You know, struggle, you bring struggle upon yourself. You bring struggle upon yourself. You know, this girl, I knew this girl, right? And this girl, you know, we dated for a little while, and this girl told me, oh, you know, I, I just, I, I know I can do this, I know I can do that, right? Oh, I cannot do it. I said, you know what? Sometimes people cannot look for the box when they're in it. But when you go outside the box and you look back inside the box, you're going to find that it's your environment. And I told her that, this girl. And she changed her environment. Guess what? She changed her life. She let go of the toxic people in the toxic environment, right? Went out on her own. Boom. Big change. Boom. Big difference, right? Happier life, okay? Still get drama, Always, always get drama. Well, I don't know. My life, no more that much drama. <laughs> my life, my life is pretty smooth. You know, I, I, I cannot really say I have drama in my life. I cannot honestly say that. But I can tell you that it's not because of money. It's not because of that. It's because I help people. It's because I, when I teach. So teachers, right? Teachers do an invisible service, right? Because teachers affect people in inspiration, in education, in knowledge, okay? So teachers will affect people in different ways, but you can't see that. You can see the effects of it, right? Because I teach my students, right? All of a sudden, and they come to me like teenagers sometimes, right? Sometimes they go on teenager. They're, they're, and the parents usually bring them around 13 because they don't want the kids spiraling out into outer space doing drugs and all that, right? Keep the kids occupied. Keep them focused. That's why they bring kids to me. Nobody ever brought their kid. Well, I think there was one lady <laughs> brought her kid to me because she wanted him to be a star. And I'm like, well, mm, mm, okay, but I don't have that kind of power. You see what I'm saying? Um, I think there was a there was a couple anyway. But those are those are dreams that the parents are trying to live through the kids, okay? Because the parents didn't follow through on their dreams, and so they think, well, now you know, I'm I'm gonna make sure my kid follows through on his dream, right? And and they do all kind of crazy kind of stuff. But but this is not, you know, always what the kid wants, right? It's what the parents want and the kid just kind of goes along. I mean, you know, but and they have good experiences. Don't get me wrong. It's not it's not that it's all bad or anything like that. It is what it is. But but this this thing about the the kids, right? So so they bring the kids 13, right? They want the kids to have confidence. They don't bring the kids to be stars. They they know that the voice has something to do with confidence, right? And they go, okay, well, we'll you know, we'll see. And and they bring them in, boom, the kid starts being confident. Now the 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 invisible part is the the words I use and the 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 things and the advice and the the you know concepts and stuff that I use in the teaching. And then the parents, you know, see the kid. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, she joined the the club in school, and then, you know, so they're more outgoing, right? Oh, they, they got they got into the honor society. Oh, grades got better, right? Boom, confidence right there, right? And with my adults, right? So this one lady got a divorce, changed her whole life because she was she was she felt like she was a hostage, right? And boom, she's doing her own thing today, you know. And she's a healer, right? And then and then you know so yeah, so many stories. I had this grandma that came, brought her grandson, right? It's in the book. Get the book. It's on Amazon. 
the universal law of attraction and singing, right? So she came. I saw something was really bothering her. She was uptight. She was all kind. And you can tell by the voice of a person what's going on inside the person. If there's stress or what the stress level is because they're really, really tight inside, right? And that happened. So I took her. I, I gave her free. I said, no, just just come on a Thursday or whatever, you know, whatever. And and we did her for free for, for months. I think I did about three, four months. And then she left, came back with a gift basket two months after that. And, and was like, wow, you know, my, my life is so good now. My whole life and turn around. And I'm like, well, because you're thinking turn around. And all you need to do with a human being, Owens, is turn their thinking around. That's all you need to do. Just turn the thinking around. And and when you start doing that and you start throwing, you know, I call it throwing it up on a chalkboard. Okay, so I take stuff and I take ideas and I take concepts. I throw it up on a chalkboard for people to think about. Some of the guys don't want to hear it, okay? Because when you're in denial, when you're in denial and a low vibration, the last thing you want to do is accept optimism or anything positive. Yeah, because, you, you know, you, you get so used to negativity that you're down there in that negative realm, right? Enjoying yourself because, you know, and you're grumbling and you're bitching and you're venting. You know, venting, right? Everybody wants to vent. Now they vent, vent on social media. And I'm like, oh, boy, here comes the karma, right? And you see this. But when you're in it, right, when it's you, when the things are coming down in your world and you're venting, you see it as as an outlet. And it is an outlet. But a negative outlet is going to bring you back more negative circumstances, Okay. And, and people will join, okay? So people at that low vibration will join you. They will join in that celebration of anger. They will join in that celebration of, of you know, uh, negativity, right? It doesn't have to be anger. It could be criticism. They'll jump in and criticize people with you. They will jump in and join. And, you know, because like attracts like. How do you break out of that thing, right? In a nutshell, Hawaiians, it boils down the fastest way affirmations and meditation because you got to retrain your subconscious your subconscious needs to change and if you don't rewrite that program good luck okay your conscious mind is able to accept a thought or dismiss a thought okay and you when you get a bad thought you can go nope and then that's it okay or you say the word stop that's psychologically proven say the word stop just you get the thought coming just say it out loud stop say it in your head stop just think it stop you know and then it will stop now you gotta at that point where that thought stops you gotta think of something else and you gotta think of something positive think think of your kids think of somebody you love think of one baby think of anything think of you know turn on some nice music think of what the music reminds you of right if it takes you back to the day you know hopefully it's a good memory <laughs> you see what i'm saying but that's how you pull yourself out. Now, the, the affirmations are going to cement everything in your subconscious. <clears throat> the, the, uh, the affirmations will, will cement the positivity in there. Mm -hmm. So when you're doing affirmations, right? You know, I am so happy and grateful now that, right? And then you write, you know, what you want or what you're happy and grateful for. I am so happy and grateful now that I have received my paycheck for the last two weeks. Thank you. That's an affirmation right there, right? Now, if you're being thankful and, and grateful and, and you're happy about it and you're, you're marrying emotion with, with intention, you're going to get more of it. You're going to get more of it. 
Okay. Now here's another way. So so some people have have they have a problem sitting down for 30 seconds writing out a sentence. Okay. So if if that's you, okay, and then in my 20s that was me. My uncle was telling me, no, no, you gotta write this. You gotta write it. And to me, write sounded like a job in my 20s, right? So I'm like, nah, nah, nah. I mean, you know. And um, <laughs> so, but my 20s was a mess, right? Okay, until I started writing one day, right? Okay, but anyway, so he, so, you know, that was the, that was the advice. Okay, that didn't work. Okay, but so here's what I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you a shortcut, all right? And here's the nuggets right here, okay? Just say thank you in your head. Say thank you out loud. When you look at something, okay? When I look at my car in the morning, I, I walk up the stairs to the garage. I look at the car and I say, thank you, Father God, right? When I go to the office, I look at the office, you know, I look at the signs on the door. I look at everything. When I put in my key into the into the door and I first crack that door open to walk into my office, I say, thank you, Father God. Thank you. Thank you, Father God. Right? I thank God for that. I thank God for everything. Right? I look in my wallet. You know, like sometimes I only get 20 bucks in my wallet because I use plastic a lot. And I, you know, I go in my wallet. I look. I see the, oh, I got $20. Thank you, Father God. Right? I mean, you know, you can say thank you for everything. Does Do people do that? Mm, not always. We take things for granted as human beings. We figure, well, if we get one job, guarantee every two weeks, I go on paycheck. Yo, that paycheck gonna come no matter what. Uh, no, wrong. <laughs> Sometimes the company goes out of business. Sometimes, right? So you gotta be grateful for what you have. I know guys who got let go from companies during this COVID, right? That something just miraculously showed up for them, right? Because they did not get angry. They did not get depressed. They did not let bad vibes get a hold of them. And they, they wrote affirmations, right? I guided them, but they wrote affirmations and boom, busy. Boom, right into the next thing. Boom, they got a job offer. Boom, this thing, you know, because when you're in that vibration, it attracts. Like attracts like. If you're grateful, you're going to attract good stuff. If you're not grateful, well, good luck. And I'm not saying that, you know, if you're not grateful. You can live your life without gratitude. You can. Okay. It is possible. I did it. I did it for about 10 years in my 20s. I know it's possible. Okay. I can tell you, however, Hawaiians, it was not a good ride. Because at the end... Oh, oh, sorry. I got to go, Hawaiians. It's not a good ride. It's a ride. <laughs> it's a ride, all right? But it's not a good ride. All right. Woo! Hey, we'd like to... Uh, hey, it's so good to be back on a podcast. Let me tell you. Yeah. Hey, we want to thank our sponsors, Island Club and Spa. Big mahalo to Brother Andy, Sister Jerry, and uh, the whole Ohana. At two locations, one in Kaka'ako and one in the Alohilani in Waikiki. Want to say mahalo to Island Club and Spa. Also to Voice Master Enterprises, Family of Service Companies. Also to AFMHawaiiMusic.com. Featuring the music of Brother Darren Chinan on iTunes. Check them out. Darren Chinan, producing pop music in Hawaii. Until next time, I'm Zinni Keiko Ewa Mahalo and Aloha!